0: Jen and Omar. Hey guys, hey. welcome back to the
1: Defattening.
0: We are back. Episode two. Fat as ever. Still really <laughs> fat. We're still uh, entirely fat. Although we have lost a combined like sixty pounds. Yeah. Pre-op.
1: Yeah. Because
0: we're excellent students. We're we get gold, sta- gold stars from the uh, surgeon's office.
1: Yeah, we're doing that uh, diet that we were telling you that we're supposed to only do 10 days out,
0: but we right. decided, oh, it started four months, four months early. He married an overachiever, folks. What can I say? She's a fucking It's <laughs> like, let's just do it. Yeah, let's do just do it. I was like, but I don't, but, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's probably the like, only we, way it's going to work. Well, in that way, we acclimate and we start to, it won't be a shock. I think for a lot of people, um, that are just getting into it now. It's it's a little shocking to their system.
1: It's a little shocking, yeah, um, to my palate. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, that too.
1: Especially because like I was a poor kid, so I'm used to like chicken nuggets. Yeah. And shitty food. It's and like then... high
0: salt, high fat, which is the opposite of everything we need to do.
1: Well, then I married you, and you're fucking bougie as shit. Yeah. You got me eating all this fucking real food.
0: Bougie, but also Italian. So my yeah. food bases are like sauces and pastas and but deliciousness. Like,
1: yeah, like even your poor kid meals are still really fucking good. Yeah,
0: and that's only because I'm like I'm like first and second generation on my parents' side. Right. So it's it's still like that, like very connected to the original foods. It's not as right. diluted. Right. So it it's not as Americanized as a lot of kids. Uh, takes on things.
1: Right. Like, I, I, I had Italian growing up. Yeah. You know who made it for me? Who? Chef Boyardee. I
0: knew! I knew you were going to say that! <laughs> that guy was a fucking it's man. nasty. You know, when I was a kid, was every, a dollar, every time those commercials would come on the TV, my mother and, and or my grandmother would literally yell at the television and, like, curse at, like, what garbage Chef Boyardee was.
1: And my fat ass was like, Mommy, want! <laughs> oh, no. Mommy, want! Although, I, I have Mommy, to say... Mommy, there are three cans for a dollar. We... We can't not afford to do this.
0: <laughs> but there it wasn't like this is like a, a very weird, like guilty pleasure, especially as like Italian family kid. was uh, Spaghettios were like a special thing. Oh,
1: yeah. I yeah. know. And they're, I. Th- you know, they the were gross, terrible, but I enjoyed them.
0: Those gross little, like, quote unquote meatballs. That's not a meatball. It's yeah, nasty. Not, that's not a meatball. It's naz- you know how I am about meatballs. Like, I'm super picky. She makes
1: amazing meatballs. Oh, they're banging. It uses so like good. three different types of animals. Yes, it's amazing.
0: Yes, it's so good.
1: Um, but <laughs> <let's>,
0: I'm getting
1: <laughs> anyway, hungry. Anyway, food. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Um and that's why
0: we're here. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's why we're doing this <laughs> podcast, yeah. the defatting. Um, so we wanted to get into a little bit the uh psychology yeah. of why we're doing this.
0: Yeah. So I feel like yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 especially like as we get closer and closer and we start to talk about it a little bit more with people. Um, it's kind of like all of your assumptions get confirmed as far as like why thin people specifically think that you're doing it. Um, And also you immediately and I I knew this was coming. It's something that I've been warning Omar about because like like he'll tell you it's like he's fat kid for life. I haven't always oh life and like I've I've I there were times where like I always thought I was a fat kid, but retrospectively like I, I, I wasn't. Um, you didn't. You didn't get fat until twenties or something. Twenties was re- where it really kind of took off. Um, but my whole life, mm-hmm. I was like, "There's a difference between being like straight up fat kid and being the fattest kid." Like yes. I, I might have been the biggest kid among size zeros right. and double zeros. But, but if I
1: saw you, I'd be like, "Who's that skin?" Exactly,
0: ass? exactly. Which I didn't know. Um, But so part of the phenomenon that's happening that I knew was coming um, having yo-yoed and wait before was even already people have just knowing what I'm doing um, have been treating me differently. And I knew it was coming and it already made me mad. The idea of it made me mad. Yeah. And the fact that it's already happening fills me with like this irrational I mean, probably rational to a degree, but...
1: I think it's definitely rational.
0: um, But the rage is very deep and very real. And I don't know how I'm going to handle that going forward. So Um, what you mean
1: is, like, people are going to start treating us differently because mm -hmm, we're skinny. mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: It makes you mad? Yeah, it's infuriating. I'm looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a double-edged sword. I think it's going to be, like, a discovery for you, but it's...
1: I'm like, Yeah. Be nicer to me. I'm skinny now.
0: Yeah. That's going to happen. Although, be nice to me when I'm fat. But like... That's... And that's it. And it's... I think there's another layer, like, when you're a lady. There's another layer as far as, like, the expectations of what you look like physically and how you present physically and how you perform femininity and what's acceptable and what isn't. And it's frustrating. Like, when you're... The fatter you are, the more feminine you're expected to perform.
1: Right. You have to... Overcompensate.
0: Yes. And if you do I use big words. You did. You did good.
1: Over, I almost fucked <laughs> it up. If
0: if you succeed in doing that, right, you're rewarded. Um and people will go out of their way to tell you that you look so put together.
1: Oh yeah. You're cute for oh, a fat girl. Oh,
0: the rage. It's like oh, no bitch, I look good all that. like I look good for a person. Yeah,
1: my wife is banging. <laughs>
0: Like I don't look good for a fat girl. Like I look good for a girl. Yeah. Like yeah. all human. All although, the humans. although
1: you got points because you were fat for bit. It was. I was like, oh yeah. She yeah. thick. <laughs> She's thicker than a motherfucker. Yeah.
0: That's a whole that's a whole episode. different story. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's another time. podcast. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's weird. It's weird when it's like I you're expected to look a certain way or fit a certain mold and it's weird when it seeps into like your professional life like i'm an intellectual person i'm a brain person i'm a writer i'm a solitary she's really smart I, it's like that's my wheelhouse man like i just want to be alone in a room doing nerd shit and yeah. and giving my nerd shit to the world and i it's it's hard when your entire life you're groomed to be told that you're gonna be judged by that and then you're not
1: right Right.
0: And so that's kind of the crossroads I'm at once again, right. here I am like pushing up against fucking 40 and it's like, really, I'm still dealing with this. Yeah. And yeah. now it's back in a very big way because of the weight loss. And it's like, people have already been treat like rewarding me because like, I'm one of the good ones. Like I'm a fad kid, but I'm fixing it.
1: Yeah. And like, one of the good ones means something completely different <gasps> for me.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I, I think, th- Feel like, it's no, no, if same someone vein, tells
1: me I'm one of the good ones, I punch them in the face. That's what racist. I'm saying, <laughs>
0: but that's that's exactly what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly the same in this one right. scenario. This you're is, one
1: of the good fats.
0: This is like a good moment of inter- intersectionality where it's right. like, yep, in this case, that's the same, shit. yeah, where it's like, oh, you're doing what we expect you to do. Good job, good job, yeah. like you're pl- playing by our rules and you're fitting in the way we think you should. Yeah. And even when it's well-meaning people and, like, you know, otherwise delightful people. Are there
1: well-meaning people or just fucking nosy people?
0: It's it's a little bit of both. If, <laughs> if, if,
1: if you if you say shit like, oh, you look like you've lost weight. Good for you. It's yeah. like, go fuck
0: yourself. I know. But then also there are the people that, like, that you know in life that uh, they do mean well. And it's, it's harder because, like, there's that part of you that's, like, prickles at that. But it's, like... I know you actually are happy for me. Right. You know, like there are those people. Yeah. So it's that fine line of like, it's, it's more, the farther removed the person is from my personal life, the more I don't like it. And I don't want to hear it. because it's also like, you don't get a fucking opinion. right? <laughs> no one asked you.
1: <laughs> like my mom does that to me. Sorry. Like if I haven't seen her or watched her, Oh my God, you look so good. You lost some weight. I'm like, have I? <laughs> <laughs> Did, really? <laughs> But if it was some random dude like I work with, I would not be happy about that. But also, I am a huge dude, so I like you said, it's like you look forward, like you don't like you don't you don't look forward to people treating you differently because you lose because you lost or or losing weight. Right. I make people be nice to me, (laughs) right? Because I'm such a big guy. Like it's the opposite. Yeah, it's like I'm so big. That people have to be nice to me because they're probably scared of me.
0: Right. I think you should give your stats just so people oh, are yeah. friends they don't know you.
1: I, I don't. I was deb- okay. So for this, I was debating about whether we should say our weight. Right. Because like, does it matter?
0: Um, not necessarily. And if we don't want to, we don't need to. But I think even I, your I, height. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm.
1: I'm fine with it. Yeah. I just should we, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
0: And maybe not, because I, I feel like a lot of what you see out there, and part of the reason why we're doing this is that a lot of what is available to people who are curious about this, either because they are dealing with their weight or just out of voyeurism, a lot of what is available, it kind of like fetishizes this kind of like, oh, let's let's go to the zoo and look at the fat people. Yeah. Well, also, it's like,
1: it doesn't matter how much I weigh. Right. I'm doing this to be comfortable. Yeah. I got to a point in my life where I wasn't comfortable anymore, mm-hmm. and I decided to do something about it, right. so I can get back to being comfortable.
0: Right, and it doesn't really matter what that number is. Right. So I, you know what,
1: I won't say it. Okay,
0: I'm on board. I mean, the important thing, like for people to understand the where, like for me, it works against me, and for you, it kind of works in your favor. A gender, so that's a given. Right. But also, like you're six eight. Like, you're physically imposing.
1: I'm 6'8". You you told everyone my height.
0: Yeah. Everyone gets... And I'm (laughs) 5'2". Everyone gets to know.
1: There's a foot and a half difference between (laughs) us.
0: We're adorable.
1: But yeah, it's just... It's not about the number. Right. I'm uncomfortable. I was very comfortable with myself for a long time. Yeah. And then I got to a point where I couldn't reach my ass to wipe it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the wake up call and then I was like I got
1: to do something about it. I mean I couldn't reach it guys yeah. well,
0: let's not be crazy not be dramatic
1: <laughs> but like it w- it was a- it was actually a struggle
0: well when you become aware of it
1: no no I mean it was literally no... a struggle to wipe my ass but
0: that's when you realize that like I was never aware of that before right
1: right I wasn't it wasn't a struggle no. until recently no and it's like we got married we're very happy we're eating f- terrible foods just all fat the time and, happy. and it just got away from me
0: yeah and yeah. I was just like,
1: "Oh shit, nah, that was harder than it used to be." Shit, yeah. no pun intended. <laughs> but like, now I gotta do something about it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the irony of it for me is like, like I mentioned before, like so I'm older than he is, um, seven years. Uh, yeah. So I, it's it's like I the irony for me is that I f- I literally finally got to a point in my life where I was comfortable with my body. I was happy with it. Yeah after body be banging yeah, body to be banging. <laughs> like i was i was satisfied with where i was and i was happy with what i saw and yep. i was just living my best life and it about 2 years ago um this is like again the best just irony right. left and right i went for a massage because my back <laughs> my back hurts all the time because my ass is too big was this as in... a lady at the beach mentioned the other day oh my god she's all ass
1: (laughs) that was hilarious yes
0: yes madam we didn't
1: hear but a friend of ours is with us she was like the we were in a group and she was like the last person in the group and as she walked by these people were being loud as hell and really ghetto the whole time (laughs) as she walked by after my wife walked by after jen walked by she was like damn she's mostly ass (laughs) accurate and then which is not wrong um, but then our friend heard it and looked at her, and then that lady was like, "Oh shit, oh. she heard me." <laughs> and I was like, "We've been accosted several times at the beach. I don't want to like go off on a tangent, tangent, but this is this is funny." Yeah, there was the one time we were just laying there on the beach <laughs> and just. Being fat and happy. You were wearing a two-piece because why shouldn't you? All day, every day. And I was shirtless because why shouldn't man? I?
0: Once you realize a bikini is that comfortable, I don't care how fat I get, I'm going to wear a bikini. Yeah, and that I was shirtless
1: higher. and we're just laying on the beach chilling. You were probably reading a book.
0: Yeah.
1: I was probably thinking about a million other things. <laughs> and we're just laying there and another fat lady walks by. Oh, my
0: God. She was so cute. She
1: was amazing. She walked by and she stopped and she looked at us. <laughs> And and what was exactly? It was like mm, she's like, mm. you two are delicious. Yes, I want to get in between you. And I was like,
0: whoa, whoa! And then she just kept going.
1: Yeah, she kept going. Like, I was it. like, I, I think, I think we just got propositions on the beach.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Oh, uh, but you no, know, that lady was the real MVP that day. Shout, that's
1: what I'm saying. <laughs> shout out to fat people who acknowledge other fat yeah. people and then big them up. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Game recognizes game.
1: Stop fat shaming fat people when you're fat.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, the fat fattest. The fat man. fattest. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. We're just gonna. Have we'll to talk keep, about like, that. We'll talk about going. that. Keep yeah, we'll go. talk
1: about the fat fattest because we have a friend who's a fat fattest.
0: <laughs> we have many friends. With
1: fat <laughs> fattest. Um, but what were you saying before that? Sorry.
0: Okay. So big ass back hurts. I go to get a massage, and the reason why that this is ironic is that since that massage. My knees have completely stopped fucking working. So I come home that night. I took the bus uptown. I get back to the neighborhood. By the time I get to the stairs to come into the house, I can barely walk. Um, The next day, I try to walk to the subway to get to work. And I get it's it's less than a block from our door to the subway. I make it halfway and I'm in tears, in agony. I cannot move. Right. Um, and I don't know what to do about it. So at first I'm like, eh, something got pinched. It, I've had massages before, you know, like it'll work itself out. I'll do like, I do (laughs) yoga. I, you know, in usual normal life, like I would go to the gym like a couple times a week, three times a week, whatever. I, that was normal.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like most skinny people I feel like don't know that fat, some fat, not me. Some fat people work out all the time.
0: And that was me. And, and what I had realized along the way, um, and especially since this has happened is that what, and it's kind of, uh, I mean, the, the silver lining is there's a bit of comfort to it is that I realized that I am my, for my body type, I had to do, um, a lot of work to maintain my particular level of fatness. And, I was never going to lose weight, but I was going to stay the fat that I was, and I was fit at the fat that I was. Yeah. You were um, healthy. You I were was. Healthy I was healthy. And like, I would go to see my doctor every year and he would be like, I, you know, based on your weight, I feel like uh, you, you probably assume I'm going to say something to you about it, but I'm not because right. your, your cholesterol numbers are great. Your blood pressure is great. Like,
1: cause there's nothing wrong there's with you. There's
0: nothing wrong with you. Like if you want to lose a little weight, go for it. If you don't, you're fine. And right.
1: Which and is, you were doing
0: kickboxing? Yeah. It? Like, you
1: were doing a fuck ton of stuff.
0: Yeah. And, like, I feel good when I'm active. So, bare minimum, I'd be doing yoga, you know. And that was something I had been doing for, like, a decade by that point. Um, so, active was not the problem. And even when this had happened leading up to it, like, I used to run a little. And, like, things that people don't assume fat people do, um, which is part of the problem. Yep. Um, because when fat people do them. Yep. We are ridiculed or shamed, or you know, assholes take pictures of us yep. and post it on the internet and shame us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you you shouldn't be fat, but you also shouldn't do anything to change it because if you do,
1: we'll make fun of. you. We're gonna
0: make fun of you. So it's so like you can't win. Yeah, worst case scenario, mean kid bullshit. And since uh, the knee situation started, it it got progressively worse um, to the point that. When I finally, and I'm so stubborn, and I know I'm working on it, but it, the point where I finally was like, fine, I'm gonna go to an orthopedic doctor specifically, um, was when I couldn't walk around my own house without a cane, and
1: yeah, I have to get her a cane.
0: That's crazy. Like I'm young and objectively healthy, and like I shouldn't be in that situation, and that's where I was. Um, so I went, and I have an awesome uh orthopedic uh shout out to mount sinai all my doctors are there they're great um and they did an mri they did the whole workup and they showed me pictures
1: of Of your knees terrible
0: holy shit um so basically it's like west side story in there it's like a full-on knife fight in my knee joints where there should be like cushion and pillows and it should be like I don't know, like a hookah lounge in there. Instead, it's a knife fight.
1: Most of Jen's references will be old (laughs) and will be very nerdy. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's like Harry Potter. It's
1: like West Side Story.
0: (laughs) West Side Story is like 30 years old. Whatever. I'm done with you. Uh So the point of my story is that the insides of my joints are a crime scene. Um, And since then, I've been like that was kind of the turning point for me where I was like, I have to do something different because... The longer that they hurt, the more weight I gained. Yeah. And it went from knives in there. Yeah. yeah. And it went from like, I am happy with my body to like, I can't get safely in and out of the shower without being nervous because everything hurts and my knees go out whenever they feel like it. And that's crazy. Like, no one should live like that.
1: Right. Well, yeah, that's the moral of this episode. It's like, we're only doing it because now we're uncomfortable right and now we have to right. we're not doing it because we're not not happy
0: right like and it's it's just such a betrayal because it's like i part of my identity especially at this point is like is being not thin for better or for worse like that's part of my identity and right. that's who i align with and that's who i fight for i mean and I've,
1: I've been not thin for 32 years now right my whole life right i don't know what i'm gonna do
0: Right. I and don't know who I'm going to be. That's part of the internal conflict of it. Is like,
1: Yeah. That's why they make you go see a shrink, honestly. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Because it's like, why are you doing this? What are your expectations? Right. Um, and, I mean, thankfully, I pass with flying collars because my expectations are, I don't give a shit what the number is. Right. I just want to be able to walk, <laughs> <laughs> which I feel like is pretty straightforward. <laughs> that's, uh, um, yeah. That's yeah. Pretty so, straightforward. Like, on the road to this, like, I've already... Walk. Like I've been doing, you know, cortisone injections and gel injections and they've
1: stabbed so many things in your knees. Oh,
0: needles in my kneecaps. I don't recommend that, by the way. It fucking sucks. Um but
1: you've had two cortisone shots and three gel?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The cortisone shots in each knee. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's like I've been there. It's horrible. (laughs) It's the worst pain. I've felt so far in life, um, yeah. Yeah. absolutely don't recommend it. And I would
1: probably, I probably would have blocked that.
0: Yeah. I, the good thing is that it's like, well, I'll do it cause it's a means to not having hopefully sure. knee, re- knee replacement yeah. surgery, which yeah. my mom went through and it was horrible for her. So, and if I do have to do it, you know, what I came to was if that's what's ahead of me and because, and okay, so the other part of the knee stuff that's important is like, you know, people will be like, well, of course your knees are fucked up. You're fat. Well, you know what? You A, go fuck yourself. B, no, that's not why. So, ha. Like, <laughs> literally, that's not why. So, eat a bag of dicks. Like You my, literally, like,
1: destroyed your knees it, being active. I
0: did. I fucked up my knees because I used to play tennis, because I was a kick, kickboxer, because I was a runner, because I was active. And so, d- d- whatever. Like, you're an idiot. And... It, the the reason why my knee situation is what it is it's genetics right like welcome to the party like it's got nothing
1: to do with oh guess what like
0: that 100 pound kid over there is 100 pounds and eats mcdonald's every day because of genetics and i'm over here working my ass off just to be fat like just to stay stay at a
1: level of fat (laughs) (laughs) like
0: that and what i want people to take away from it is that like I want people to understand fat people better if they care. And I feel like a lot of people don't people. Nah, people. I think, I, I think people care. I want people to care. I think I want people to look at us and understand that people just like with any other difference, like you can't just like look at fat people and be like, oh, well, that's a different kind of person. Right. Like, no, 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 no. Actually, same, same exact so, kind of people. Still human. Um, Still human. Yeah. Uh, the still, still so Last time I checked. Yeah and don't treat me different d- no and don't be a dick
1: but i have like i said like you said before i have the advantage of when people do treat me different
0: oh god it's so fun Squashed. squash it's shit. so fun cuz he's a giant human <laughs> and like for me that's like a treat cuz i'm tiny and like so i'm used to people just like walking into me as if i were invisible yeah um and that does not happen to you
1: it doesn't Shocking. and it, and if it does if <laughs> i had a guy walk into me at times square and he was not paying attention to it, he was on his phone not paying attention, and I'm I'm not moving because you stay to the right. Yeah. it's like cars. Rules of the road. The sidewalk, you stay to the right. He was in my lane, <laughs> <laughs> and he was a Prius, and I'm an eighteen wheeler.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So he walked. He was walking at me, and I saw him, and I was like, I'm not moving, and it's like this will teach him to pay attention. Yeah. Um. So he's walking at me, and he's on his phone, and he was about five eight. Cause he came up to like my tits um, and he, face first into my tits. Yeah. He motorboated me. He did. His phone and his glasses fell like flew. Just like
0: exploded off. His yeah. Body. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and he was so mad. Like he went to go pick up his glasses and he was like, Oh, and he put his glasses on and he looked at me. He's like, mm, never mind. <laughs> Keep it moving. I'm going to go that way. <laughs> Sorry, gentlemen. Sorry, huge dude. That was,
0: that was completely my fault. Yeah, the rest of us are not necessarily afforded no, that luxury. But
1: then I I well, if we walk together, I try to have you back. Yeah. I, I feel mean, like I feel I, like as a huge dude, it's my responsibility. It's to, pretty nice. to right the wrongs for smaller people. Yeah. yeah. Like 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 on the subway, the man- manspreaders. Oh, the man-spreader. I literally like I I had a guy I was like, excuse me, he was manspreading and I went to go sit down, and he would like he moved his leg. I swear to God, an inch maybe. And I was like, "Oh, this is the game we're playing. Cool."
0: (laughs) The dumbest game of chicken ever.
1: (laughs) So I sat down, and my entire right butt cheek was on his lap, and he was not happy. But what's he gonna do?
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Move.
1: So it's just like you know, respect us. I I I was. Nice enough to be say, Excuse me, can I you know can yeah. I sit here, and you were being a dick,
0: yeah, so well, and th- I mean that feeds into like the one of the bigger issues too is the, like and it's like it you see it with men versus women, and you see it with skinny people versus fat people as far as like right. who feels entitled to space right and who believes. You know, who, oh yeah, yeah. Who is entitled? To oh, space.
1: he was a skinny white guy. <laughs> so right. yeah, he the entitlement ran strong right. in that guy. And
0: it's like the and I think what what all larger people know is that we're all always aware of our surroundings. Like we're always aware, aware we're hyper aware of the space that we occupy. Yeah. And that's doubly true if on top of that you're a woman because we are supposed to make ourselves small mm. and accommodating and Get blighty, out of my way Whatever. And so it's a battle. It's a battle to kind of undo that. And and part of like the psychology behind losing the weight and what that's going to mean. Um, and part of what's scary is that over the years I have physically come to take up a certain amount of space and I'm not going to, and that's kind of scary to let that go. So it's kind of like this double edged sword where skinny people assume like, Oh, you're, you're going to be so happy to be one of us. And it's like, no, Mm. you creepy Keebler elf. Like, I don't want to be one of you. I want to be me, Mm -hmm. but also be able to walk for, you know, more years. I want, for me,
1: it's like, I want to be me, and I want things to be made for me. Also, right? It's like I, I, we can't go to Broadway shows. That's it's hard because it's like I'm six eight and yeah. I'm huge. I'm you know I'm wide, but mostly <laughs> the problem is I'm six eight. Yeah. And those theaters are a hundred years old. Yeah. So there's no leg room anywhere. Yeah. I I mean, it's cool because I get what I, what I what we call the big guy upgrade oh, most sweet. of the time. Yeah. But then it's like the anxiety of how, like I have to show up extra early. Yep. To make sure that people know that I don't fit in the seat that I bought. You know, is there something else you can do for me? So I have to show up half an hour Mm -hmm. early. Then I have to, like, be, like, they put me to the side and everyone's just looking at me.
0: Well, it's hard, too, because it's like a dog and pony show. Like, to get the accommodation that you need, you have to do this dance. Yeah. Every time. So every time. We all know we don't fit in the goddamn seat, but we, we gotta to it. do it every yeah. time. And then it's
1: like the people walking in, and it's like, oh, those fat people can't fit in the seat. Right. So that's why they're over there. And waiting. what they
0: don't understand is like the reality is, oh, I can squeeze, we can squeeze our asses into sure. the chair. The problem is that your legs wanna go three rows ahead, right? Because the rows are too condensed.
1: Right. And also, it's like, it's also because we are thinking, like, we're thinking about the people we sit next to, right? Because, like I said, I can squeeze my ass in there, but then no one else is going to be un-, un or comfortable, right? And because I care about that, yeah, I go ahead and I ask for another seat, like a like. Usually, they put me in the uh, wheelchair, we a wheelchair section,
0: right? Or if we're lucky, like those side boxes. Yeah, so That's they
1: put nice. us in a box or a wheelchair section, but they have to give us a, like a a real chair, right? You know, and, right. and and then the other the other struggle is pray it doesn't have arms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like you know, that's just life because they don't make anything for us. Right.
0: But it's even harder when you do put out that kind of effort and consideration. It makes it even it makes it sting more when you see people either you know being inconsiderate of us or being resentful of the space we do require. Where it's like, look, I'm not infringing upon you. You know, it's like my thing on the subway where it's like, hey, okay, you're 90 pounds, but you still might not fit in this tiny spot beside me. Like, I have to judge whether or not my ass is going to fit. And I figure that out before I squeeze into a space. You know, but I have got these tiny people who just feel entitled to that tiny sliver of space because they, they feel like they should be entitled to fit there. I'm sitting there. Like, how about you judge the space and realize you don't fit right? and maybe today you stand. Well, no, you know, like that's, it's infuriating where it's like, how come the, the onus falls on us to be accommodating and you know, and that feeds into like, as a feminist, that's against what I stand for. Like I. (laughs) I don't want to be accommodating you know I've I've worked my whole life to program you know deprogram myself from being a yes man and from being accommodating right so it's it, it all feeds into the same kind of psychology of like why why we make the choices we make and it's frustrating when you're faced with other people's assumptions about those choices
1: yeah
0: you know Like, they think they know why. They think we just want to get in their club. Right. And what they don't realize is, like, look, the whole world is your club, and I don't want to be in it, but I don't have a choice. Right. And so I'm up against a wall, and I have to do something so that I can, you know, continue to do what I want to do.
1: Yeah, it's like I'd rather stay in my club. Right. But my club is kind of a dangerous club to stay in. Yeah. Because it comes with medical issues, and it comes with <laughs> uncomfortableness, and right? You know. Well, and
0: also we have like things we want to do, and like yeah. you know, like you've never been to Europe, and I like and I everything
1: is small in Europe. I can
0: report from the field that everything is tiny. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, just for us to be able to find a hotel that we can be in and enjoy ourselves is like
1: oh, we literally we looked it up. We, we would so have so funny to get a <clears throat> sorry to get a king size bed in in anywhere in Europe in Paris let's say we'd have to stay at like the Waldorf Astoria yeah. or the St Regis.
0: Oh my god. To
1: get a king size bed. <laughs> and
0: I <'Cause> mean everything <laughs> is
1: twin and full and
0: well that would be delightful. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know who's paying for yeah, it. <laughs> I,
1: I don't have $500 a night. Maybe after this podcast launches and we become mega stars oh, I mean, maybe obviously, but yeah. right now no. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right now we're looking at like full-size futons and Dude. it's just like, ooh I don't Ugh. want to do that.
1: Every time we go to your mom's
0: house, <laughs> <and she laughs> hit,
1: what size is that bed?
0: It's a full-size bed. And
1: we have to squeeze both of us oh into that God. bed. Oh, my God. We're like
0: clinging to each other in the middle just being like, please don't roll off. <laughs> please don't, please don't yeah, roll off. Yeah.
1: God, I don't want to fall off. God, I don't want to fall <sighs> off. Yeah. But, you know, just uh, just know that we don't we're not doing this because we're shallow.
0: No. No. And that's, I mean, I feel like that's really a hard thing for people to understand. Um, because they figure, like I said, like they just assume like, oh, well, of course.
1: I mean, I am shallow. I'm an actor. <laughs> but like I have gotten most of my roles being a big fat Like my manager is so, I mean, he's happy I'm doing it for health reasons. But right. he's like, fuck, man.
0: Yeah. It I need you. F- I need
1: you fat. Yeah. He's like the only person ever in my life to has been like, man, I need you to stay fat. <laughs> that feels so good. I mean, it's fucked up, but it feels so good. <laughs> you know, he's just like, dude, i to not going to change my website. Yeah. My website is a hugeactor.com. I might have to change that to no, the medium-sized I mean, actor. You're
0: still huge. No, dude. just be like. <laughs> the, the tall actor. The beanpole actor. Yeah, 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 I don't
1: know. The sling, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> then I'll look like every other dude in my family. Yeah. Tall and skinny. Yeah. I, I want to be myself. Right, but anyway, that's um, that's it for this one. That that got deep. I
0: feel (laughs) like. I mean, that's uh, that's what we're doing here, man. That's what we're doing. Yeah,
1: talking about being fat
0: and feelings. And feel feeling feelings
1: (laughs) feeling feelings and being fat. Yeah. Thanks, guys.
0: Thanks. Bye.
1: Bye.